mackerel, we did it, guys. Episode 10 of the Yimbo Reviews Everything podcast is here. Uh, as always, I am joined with my PIC, my reluctant co-host and beautiful wife, Bailey. Hello. And allow me to take one minute to remind you to like, subscribe, and if you really, really like us, rate us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, you could also check out my blog at yimbareviewseverything.tumblr.com. Um, still no updates aside from posting um, podcasts, but summer is approaching, and I know it's been a while since we've done one of these, which I feel like I say every time, but hey, that such is life. But um, Bailey and I are both educators, and summer is just about here, and I think that we're really going to make a concerted effort to release, at least through the summer, on a more consistent basis. Um, all right, and as always, you can follow me uh, at Yimbo5. You can also hit me up on Facebook, or let me know what you think uh, when or if you see me. Speaking of branding, you can also subscribe to my YouTube page at... Babe, do you think they'll guess what it's at? I don't even know what your YouTube <laughs> name is. It is Yimbo Reviews Everything. <laughs> oh. um, as of right now, you can find some baseball highlight videos I've been making over the years. Uh, but now we are also branching out into some video reviews. So far, just two of them are up. And it's based on my new hobby, which Bailey's super thrilled about, which is drone flying. Uh, the first video did not go so well. But the second one... I think, uh, had more successful results. But anyway, you can check them out on there. So anyway, as I was saying, a lot of time has passed since we kept getting ourselves sidetracked, but we're here now, looking forward to hanging out with all of our friends and family and seeing what's what in the world of media. So this is episode 10, and I know the last time we said we wanted to do something really grandiose and spectacular. Um, what we don't. It's just us. We wanted to do, I don't know how long this episode will be today, but we wanted to remind you that we're still alive and, and kicking. Um, so we're going to talk about a few things. It's not really the spectacular we thought about. We may go against some of our idea, ideals by, do, by talking some spoiler stuff, which I know we try to avoid typically, but um, we're going to be doing some updates on some shows and things that we've talked about in the past. So if we get a little spoilerish, we'll make sure we give you the heads up beforehand. Um, but we're going to jump into television shows we've been uh, keeping up on over the last few weeks. A show that we actually checked out an entire season of in a weekend, which, again, rare, rarely happens um, outside of some Netflix shows, um, is an NBC show called Superstore. Uh, in our views of hulu we kept getting bombarded with these commercials and and this one lazy saturday i decided to throw it on an episode and it really cracked us up and it's kind of a dumb comedy um so the show is superstore it's on nbc and if you do go and watch season one which we do recommend um it's worth your while because it did get picked up for a second season so superstore is Set in the Midwest, it takes place in a store called Cloud Nine, um, which is a big chain store. Um, big box store. Yeah, big box store, a la your Walmarts or Targets. Um, and you have Ginzi from Mad Men. What's his name? 
Ben Feldman. Ben Feldman. So uh, Ginsburg is your every man. He's your uh, your eyes into the world of working in one of these big chain. Um, bo- what'd you call it? Box store. It's a big box store. Big box store. And his the character's name is not Ginsburg. It is in the show that's Jonah. He Jonah. plays a character named Jonah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, like there's just like the wacky wonky characters, but they're all really good. I really enjoy all of them. Um, and just, I mean, it's just one of those workplace comedies that, you know, even though it's set specifically in a, you know, department store style, big box store, um, it really resonates because it could, a lot of these situations could happen in a school or, you know, um, it explores office place, for example, (laughs) it explores the dynamics between the different people working in the store with coupled with like, the mundane stocking the shelves, the daily routines of just doing the same thing each day to get the store ready. But then something typically goes wrong, and then all these crazy antics ensue and between the characters, and right. just really silly things start to happen, which is why it's just such a light, easy comedy to watch. It's because so easy. Ugh. It just kind of, you know, you can just sit and watch it and enjoy it. Babe, you want to do another one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much what I do. Um, but I like it. It just it's you don't really need to follow the the storyline from one episode to the next. You could watch it one week and then forget about it for two weeks and just pick up another another episode. There's no it's just each episode kinda has its own thing going on. Yeah. And there's things that tie each episode together, but at the same time it's more of just funny yeah, there's situations. Not, there's not the big serious overarching plot line that has to be connected. You know, it's very loose. Um there is, you know, some general stuff, but <laughs> And each of the characters are so funny. They're they're they're, they're, they're you know, tremendous. They're just they're just you know, a lot of them are stereotypes, but it's just it's just They do very well with them. Yeah, it's it's just a funny funny show to watch I like yeah it. and 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 like you were saying like the mundane stuff of stocking the shelves but then you also deal with the customers so like big antics are going on but then they also have to help people find toothbrushes but the customers are so such a small part of sometimes you forget that there are even it, that it's even taking place in a store right because you don't see them really interacting with people that much or mm-hmm. There's all these other things going on behind the scenes, whatever the drama is or whatever, you know, situations unfolding between the characters. It's like, oh, wait, they're supposed to be at work <laughs> and all this is going on. Yeah. So it's a cute show. It is very cute. Um, and I forget if I mentioned this already, but um, it, since it is a workplace, you know, comedy – and I did notice stylistically a lot of similarities to the other NBC show that I held near and dear to my heart, which is The Office. Um, which, yes, I know it's the come from a British show, blah, blah, blah. But uh, the U.S. Office, um, I had to look it up, and it turns out that one of the producers from The Office um, was either a creator or he's the executive producer, but... So there is a connection which is very apparent as you watch um, Superstore that there it is kind of a um, I don't know spiritual successor in a way you know but coming out of the paper world to the big box shops right 
I wasn't listening. I was trying to figure out what movie is on the TV. <laughs> what movie is this? Uh, it's on mute. I think it's The Martian. Oh. Yes, it is The Martian. Oh, okay. Which we already talked about. Oh. Um, <laughs> See how much I remember movies. This is – this Jimmy knows this about me is that I don't typically remember a movie even a yeah, week after Yeah, there's Jeff Daniels saying we lost people. Okay, whatever. <laughs> All right. Okay, back to what we were doing. Back to our TV category. So – Moving from Superstore, which, again, we highly recommend. Oh, forgot. Rating. Hello. Um, we were talking about it right before we started recording, and we said we were going to give this a four out of five blue light specials. Yeah. Three and a half, four. I don't know. It's changing my mind a little bit. Next up, we have a show that um, it is another comic book show, which, shockingly, we've, we watch all of them, um, except Supergirl. We never really got we, going with that just one because we got behind and it wasn't we couldn't like DVR it or something like that. It, yeah, well, there like, it uh, was too much work. Too many things recording on Monday nights, uh, and wrestling's not going to get bumped. So uh, anyway, another comic book show, but this one I was incredibly excited about because um, it is it was basically pushed and willed into creation by Seth Rogen with his, and his buddy Evan Goldberg. Um. And they've done – that comedic team has done a ton of things together, uh, including This Is The End, which I love that movie. Um, but anyway, the the show is The Preacher, and it is on AMC. And we are two episodes in so far, and I absolutely love it. And I still don't know what's going on. And I still don't know what's going on. I'm confused the entire time we watch. It's very entertaining. But it's but super entertaining. I have no idea what's going on. It is incredibly bizarre. So far, what's I think the thing that I look forward to the most is because it's so off-the-wall, trippy, crazy, um, what's grasped – like, what's, what's, what's gripped me is just these characters. These portrayals are so interesting. Um, you have, first of all, Dominic Cooper is the preacher. Uh, he would be familiar with him. From uh, his biggest role that I can think of is Howard Stark from Captain America, the first Avenger. And then if you've seen um, the Peggy Carter show, he was Howard Stark there too. Um, so he's he's the preacher, and he's really, really good right now. Um, even though I wouldn't say he's even the best character. He's just good, right? I mean, like, he's a good, he's a oh, good he's actor. A, he's a great – all the characters are great. But I'm saying he's not the one that's really even I, – I can tell you – I'm going to tell you my favorite one in a second. Um, I think, Bailey, you're, this is probably going to be your favorite character. Of course. Uh, Ruth Nega. Um, but, again, another comic book ABC Agents show. Um, she was Raina on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and she plays Tulip O'Hare. And I think that she's your favorite character? Yes, she is. Um, my favorite character is played by, uh, you know what? I've never seen him before in anything. His name is Joseph Gilgan, but, um, the character is Cassidy and he is an Irish, maybe Scottish. Those accents are very similar. Uh, vampire. He's a vampire and he is spectacular. He's just that super heavy accent, fun loving but drains people's blood. Uh, Did you warn that this is a spoiler? Oh, uh, well, that thing, 
I didn't. All right. Hey, spoiler, Cassidy the <laughs> Vampire. Uh, honestly, you would find out within the first scene of meeting him. You do find that pretty quickly, babe. I mean, maybe not initially when he has to go and use a bathroom to poop. Spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anyway, Preacher so far, we're two episodes in. Uh, it is very bizarre, as we said. Like, the overarching plot line is that there are these two very stoic, weird characters that are trailing these um, religious uh religious based i guess situations um essentially these various religious leaders over across the world um things are happening to them and they've been tracking it and tracking it and they end up in texas with the preacher um so you have those two guys that's kind of like the overarching thing but again very kind of loose and weird to follow and then you just have Dominic Cooper, and he's trying to follow in what appears to be his father's footsteps. And he returned home to become the preacher, and he's struggling not only with that, but then you have um, Tulip O'Hare, who has a connection to his like previous pre-preacher life, where it appears that he, you know, there was some crime involved. And she's trying to lure him back into that old way of life. And then we have a vampire. So all of these seemingly random people are thrown together. Um, and I can't stop watching. I'm like super pumped. I If it wasn't for Game of Thrones, that would be my go-to. That's what I look forward to every Sunday. But it gets pushed to Monday because of the Thrones. After all said and done, I highly recommend checking it out. If you haven't already started DVRing it, you can use the AMC app, which is actually really good, and we've used that before to catch up on Fargo. So all their episodes are there. They do have the you know commercial breaks, um, but they're short, and the app is free. So the AMC app, definitely check it out. It's Preacher, four and a half out of five homemade bazookas, which you'll understand when you watch the first episode. And our last TV show to discuss is one that I don't even have a rating for because I'm going to leave this all for Bay. The show <laughs> is alone. And Would you like to expand on this topic, babe? Okay. I think that everyone who knows me has already heard me talk about this show. And I managed to bring it up in conversation even with people I barely know. <laughs> Um, because I like this show so much. So Alone is a show on History Channel, and they're currently in their second season. And what it is, is a survival show. In the vein of Naked and Afraid. Yeah. In the vein, but yeah, it, it has its own unique twist. So there's ten people, and they are put in different spots on Vancouver Island, and... They are allowed to bring different supplies with them. There's certain things that they get, and then there's, like, options for, you know, other items that they get to choose to bring. So they aren't going in there without being prepared. So right. They, have... they are not naked, but they are afraid. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, and so they bring, like, they can bring tools. They can bring tarps. They can bring, 
knives and pots and things like that. There's like certain amount of items they can bring. But the most important thing they have are cameras. Um, they get dropped on Vancouver Island completely by themselves. There's no camera crew with them. Um, they're separated from the other contestants on the show by miles. Like, some are 10 miles away yeah, from each other. Yeah, four or five, but then it's ridiculous terrain that yeah. they couldn't ever get to They're all blocked walking. by some kind of mountain or river so that they don't yeah. accidentally travel and find each other. Um, and what they do is they basically just video journal their entire experience there so we loved the first season um we watched it because it was pretty much towards the end of the season so we were able to watch like a marathon and i watched it with my father and jimmy in our garage at my parents house and we just sat there for like episode after episode watching it because these people are incredible they're incredible survivalists and they can you know thrive in these environments but well, what's interesting is, I mean, like, I keep joking about Naked and Afraid, but um, basically all of these, the Bear Grill, what is his Bear name? Bear Grills. Bear Grills and Dual Survivors. Right. Like, yeah. they all have camera crews. That's the big thing. Like, no matter what, even Naked and Afraid. So this is the one that, like, always, like, oh, I could never do it. Um, but as, quote, unquote, as scared as they are, if anything ever happened to them, medic medic people producers they're right there yeah but, even in those shows you can hear if somebody gets hurt or something happens you can hear the the producers or the camera people like yell medic and then somebody's like they're right so really you're quick. they're never yes they're naked and but but it, i feel like if they ever did like a behind the scenes version it would be two naked people and then like five or six bearded dudes with boom mics and stuff but also too in that show it just i think it's psychological for the people that you know, I'm not saying that that's not a hard show to be on. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's, it's miserable. I would still never do it. <laughs> but I think psychologically, in the back of your head, you know that you there's still that level of, like, safety because there are people that have access to, you know, help if you need it. And right. it's kind of like, okay, these people are here. They're kind of, you know, they can watch to make sure everything's okay. Whereas in Alone... They have um, a GPS, like an emergency GPS button that they can hit. But if something really terrible were to happen and they couldn't get to that button, they would probably die. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, they, they basically give them a big crate of GoPros and I'm assuming fully charged batteries. Now, this is the piece of this that I happen to love the most. So, again, naked and afraid. You have to last 21 days and make it to the extraction point. But you know there is a finite amount of time, and it's you against time, but you have a partner generally to talk to and not lose your minds. But with Alone, you know that you're going against nine other people. There's $500,000 on the line, which is obviously a big motivator. Um, and you don't know... If you're the last person. So in the first season, um, when it came down to the final two, uh, they you, like I think they were out there for what? Almost two months? They were, no. They, were, they four, were there for months. 45 days? I thought the one – I thought it was like – I will Google it. But they were out there for a really long time. A long right time when... because they didn't know if the other people were tapping out. Now, at the end of that, when the last person finally did, they, they – 
they went and congratulated the the sole survivor um and i think it was like the next day it was like immediately after that last guy tapped out but now that that show has happened i'm really curious to see with the second season now that you know presumably all of these people have seen season one i wonder what they're going to do (laughs) but basically yeah you don't know how long you have to actually be out there so I do happen to find it fascinating, and, it, you know, we're recording this on a Thursday night, and when I told Bailey over here, hey, guess what tonight is, and she forgot and then remembered. I was so happy because last week, it was Thursday, I was having a rough day, and all I wanted to do was watch Alone. That's all, like, I, I was waiting, I was like, oh, 9 o'clock, okay, it's Oh, yeah, what was last there. week? What, what ruined it? Well, they were airing Roots. On all the channels, like on Lifetime and all of that. So they didn't, and I guess they skipped a week or whatever. So Silly Me didn't look at the guide until about 8.30 and realized, I'm not going to get to watch Alone tonight. There's no new episode. And it kind of ruined everything. She was she was very sad. Um, so it's not typically my thing, but I I really do enjoy the show. And... Bailey over here loves it, so I'm going to let her throw out any closing thoughts and give her her final rating. Okay, so this is not my final rating. Season one, the winner was named Alan Kay, and he was the best because he was just talking to himself all the time and saying these really profound things, (laughs) which is another thing that you didn't let me get to. Sorry. Is that it's scary to be alone by yourself. But once these people set up camp and they get into a routine, then the entire time left becomes more psychological for them. And that's usually what makes them tap out. Not the fact that they can't have food or they don't have shelter or there's bears. It's usually like a psychological thing where they just can't take being alone anymore, which is fascinating to me because I like that kind of stuff. And they always like pointing out that um, the longer you go alone – like, you know, like in isolation, um, your brain starts to fail. It starts to, like, break down. Something like that. Like, it affects the brain in a negative way if you don't have, like, communication or contact with other people. And causes depression and all yeah. sorts of stuff. Yeah. So this guy, he lasted – I just had it. Hold on. He lasted 56 days. Oh, my God. On his own. And he lost 60 pounds. Insane. He was just eating seaweed. (laughs) (laughs) And, oh, keep this in mind. And then I'll get to my reading. This will be my last thing. But believe me, if I could make every single person watch alone, I would. Okay? This show is fabulous. I forget what my last thing was now. (laughs) I get so excited to talk about it. It's like the one thing I wanted to talk about. I know. That's why I was giving you the spotlight. I don't remember what I was going to say. Here's the ball. I don't know. Here's Bailey dropping the ball. I know. you got to cut all this out. <laughs> um, no, I wanted to say one more thing, and I forget what it was. The psychological. The bears. But I don't want to tell about the bears. I don't know. Where was I? What was I talking about? Your final rating. My final rating for Alone is obviously five out of five piles of bear scat. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm, trust me. Oh, my God. I, I would have tapped out the same day. They would have dropped me off on the beach. What? Wait, what? That's a large pile of dookie. Oh, that you say that's bear dookie. Oh, no, that's okay. Did the boat leave yet? No. All right, I'm, I'm don't even. <laughs> yeah, I'm turning around. Um, it is it is a very good show, and as someone who is not as into these shows, I I, I you know what I can't even say that anymore because I do end up enjoying these whenever you put them on. So I do enjoy them, but this alone is very good. It's my favorite of all of them. So I'm with Bay on that. Um, all right, so in our not such a spectacular, spectacular, uh, episode 10, I wanted to very briefly just touch on three shows that we have discussed before because their seasons have concluded. Um, we just finished, uh, the last season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and all I'm going to say is it had excellent, excellent moments. Like, um, so we're getting into spoiler territory. Try not to. Not too crazy, but um, mid-season was spectacular. There was a whole episode dedicated to um, Gemma, Simmons, right? Simmons and Fitzpatrick? Simmons? Yeah. Um, That was one of the best television shows we saw this year, just that single episode, right? Didn't you love that one? I don't even see. I'm not even getting into the spoiler part of it. You're so much not getting into it that I have no idea what episode you're talking about, but that's okay. She was alone. That, oh, that. surviving by herself. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, that was good. We that was that. fantastic TV. Um, and the show really did hold our interest. Uh, I don't know. I think we're hitting a point. So this is the three shows we were going to discuss, and I'm just going to lump them all together. So Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Flash, and Arrow. <laughs> <clears throat> um, Boo. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. It's not me. I don't think it's me. I don't think I'm changing. I still enjoy all of these superheroes. Um, <laughs> I I'm hope like, it's not me. I'm having like a crisis <laughs> of who am I? Uh, I Shield was good, but still kind of burned me out by the end. Honestly, to the point where at the like we were watching this last episode, and I'm like, you know what? If it ends now, I wouldn't be upset. And it's not. It's going to get picked up for now. It got picked up. But... It should end. I know. And then Flash Season 2. Season 1 was really good. And actually, Flash took over Arrow in ratings because it was the better show. Um, or it became the better show. And Season 2 was garbage. I just... I, Zoom was a great character. And then they revealed who he was. And it was dumb. And the acting got so bad the dialogue was the worst we know these people can act so it's i blame the writers but awful who agreed to this and then arrow you know what oliver not everything has to do with you in the island all right i'm over that i'm over just fighting choreographed ballet dances against drones and and drones of the masked guys, I'm over it. I don't know what to do anymore. I'm so fed up. I wish viewers or listeners could see his face right now and how hard this is for him to say these things that I've been saying for, like, months. She's been saying it for months, and I've been fighting it because, I mean, like, Arrow, if you go back 
those first two seasons were not just good CW shows. They were great for, like, that could have been on HBO if they had more blood and violence and cursing. That, that like, it was that good. Flash, not so much. Flash was just kind of a Barry Allen goofy, but it was a campy, but in a good way. And then it just, oh, like, it pains me to say this. And then my original plan for episode 10, and then we just took too long to record it, was to do Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. And we had to scrabble. Now, we're going to save that for when we rewatch it later because I'm a glutton for punishment because that – the only <laughs> – oh, my God. I'm I like losing my mind. If it wasn't for Captain America 3 Civil War – I don't know where I would be so sad as a comic book fan. Oh, my oh and then Captain America is a Hydra agent in the comic books. Just, I don't know. What are the, what are my heroes doing to me? My my colorful, drawn, animated people. I don't know. It's, this is really sad. This is really sad for you. All right, you know what? So those show updates, I'm just, I'm, I'm fed up, and if they don't, start strong. I'm always like a, I'm a completist. I've in terms of watching shows all the way, start to finish, or even a movie, even a terrible movie. I've only ever walked out of one. And that was uh, the perfect storm. No, I, I actually did watch that whole thing. And that wasn't <laughs> great. Uh, studio 64, 54, 54. <laughs> so I walked out of the, se- I walked out of the sequel for studio 60. All right. Studio 54. I walked out of that one. That was, that was the only movie I ever walked out of. Um, anyway, I, I go, like, I respect the art. I go from start to finish, even if I'm not enjoying it, but I'm telling you right now, if these shows don't do something drastic when I come back in the fall, I, I, I have too many other shows on our plate to, to deal with it. Like I'm, it's been homework. I think what it is about those shows especially with arrow is that everything's become super serious drama like everything is like every scene is super heavy serious drama yeah but it feels very fake it's just and then right it just doesn't you it doesn't really translate because every time it's something super serious and all the lines are very dramatic and it's just kind of i mean I fall asleep. Like, when you put it on, I just, like... Steven and Mel, get over yourself already. (laughs) And then I roll over and go to bed. (laughs) And then I fall asleep. I know, but meanwhile, I'm laying here just suffering. I have no idea what's going on in the shows. And then when I try to pick up on them, I can't. And that's sad, because I used to really enjoy watching, especially Arrow, I really liked. I never got super on board with The Flash. Um, Shield, you know, whatever. So, I'm not a Captain America fan, so I'm not I know, interested. but and and I feel bad that she actually. Well, I don't feel bad because Bailey chose not to go to the theaters for this. But I went with my friend Mike. We went to go see Captain America three a couple weeks ago, and I, like I said, this is the literally the bright spot. And I want to talk about this for a minute because even just thinking about these shows just really bummed me out. So I want to talk about something that is going to cheer me up. Captain America three is everything that Dawn of Justice couldn't be and we're gonna like i said we're gonna save all of that dumping on for later i'm not gonna dump on that one though well i i am me i'm saving all my dump for it okay (laughs) um so with civil war it was the avengers movie 
that Age of Ultron wasn't. Although I I still kind of liked Age of Ultron. Actually, I liked Ultron. I did. I liked that movie. But <laughs> critics, there, there are people that... You just talked yourself into liking a movie. Okay. <laughs> but there are people that didn't like it as much. But this was an all-out-and-out out awesome Avengers movie, even if it's not called an Avengers movie. Um, with a large, uh, like, not just a large cast, like a ridiculously large cast, it made you care about every hero. They presented them in a way that... You know, especially with Iron Man and Captain America on two different sides, neither of them were totally right or totally wrong. So, you it really left you to choose to pull for whatever hero you wanted. Um, and the argument, the whole thing, the whole basis of the plot made a ton of sense. So, with like Batman and Superman, it just left me indifferent because they were both jabronis and they're in each right. Like I was actually emotionally invested in this outcome, and I don't want to get too into because Bailey hasn't seen it yet so I don't want to spoil anything for her but it was just good it was light it, like the, the the emotional moments had weight to them it was also super lighthearted they had Spider-Man who was oh it was the best version of Spider-Man even I mean honestly I'm now rejuvenated in looking forward to this next round of Spider-Man movies because it was the best version of the character in forever. Maybe since the first Tobey Maguire. And that was way back when I was a sophomore or junior in college. Uh, so really good. Plus, everything, you had all this action. And everything was bright and colorful. Unlike Zack Snyder having to put like the sepia filter on everything in uh, Dawn of Justice. So it just, everything is just bright. Um... Anyway, the Civil War fight scenes were also really well done. And, you know, there was a lot of CGI, but they had enough intimate battles and where... What am I trying to say? I don't know. So the fight scene... All right. um, The fight scenes, so they were really well done. And even though there was CGI, it wasn't an over-reliance. Like, when I... When, well, when we watched Batman and Superman, it was clearly animated 90% of the time, right? Wouldn't you agree? I mean, like, it was heavily animated. Where with this, it was pretty seamless between the CGI and um, and the live-action stuff. So it bled together, and uh, I don't know. Dawn of Justice might as well – just it may as well have been a Justice League cartoon – but not even a good one because the cartoons were really good. I think Sigh. Batman versus Superman, I think, is my favorite movie of all time. The bottom line is that Captain America 3 Civil War was really, really well done. I do give it my you know, high recommendation. Like, go see it. I think it's still in the theaters as of right now because it's making all the money. Uh I'll go and give it silence. I'm just deciding if it's it's a four or four and a half. Ooh. I mean, it was really good. Um, I'm gonna give it. You know what? I'm gonna give it a four and a half out of five underoos, which was uh in the commercials. So it's not a it's not a spoiler. It is Iron Man's joke about Spider Man. Um. But yeah, 
definitely go check it out. It is my lone bright spot in the comic book world currently. And uh, I look forward to seeing that again. So, after all of that, I think that's going to be it. We are T-minus 17 minutes out from Bailey's next Alone episode. So, uh, we're going to sign off. And as I stated at the beginning of the show, summer is almost here. So, our goal is to pick up the paces between releases. (laughs) Your goal. (laughs) My goal. (laughs) Uh, Two topics I already know I want to talk about are MLB The Show 16 and Uncharted 4, which... Just go buy them both already if you own a PS4 because that's my early. So you don't have to wait till the next one. Just buy them. Buy them now. You'll be happy. Um, but anyway, when I discuss those, I'm sure Bailey will be thrilled. We will be talking about next time Unreal. Oh, yeah. Okay. I like it. I like it. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yes. Yeah, so Unreal is a lifetime show. Two thumbs up. Um, and we'll Spoiler put together, alert. And we'll put together <laughs> the rest of our contents. Therefore, in the meantime, please uh, like, subscribe, comment, and tweet me your suggestions at Yimbo5. So for Jimmy and Bailey, you want to say goodbye to anybody? Goodbye. (laughs) This is Yimbo, and you've just been reviewed. Reviewed.